This episode has been brought to you by our sponsor, We Edit Podcasts. Leaders in the podcasting industry, We Edit Podcasts is the fastest podcast editing and transcription service online. If you're looking for kind, friendly service and a company willing to go the extra mile, We Edit Podcasts is where it's at. Go to www.leadinglady.ca and let someone else take care of the dirty work and keep your podcast stress-free so that you can make an impact with your message. You are listening to Limitless Ladies Podcast with your host, Lisa Lynn Adams, where the motto is begin leading with meaning. The world needs your light now more than ever. Never let fear and limited thinking hold you back from what you truly deserve. We are here redefining love, empowering leadership, and building stronger, more successful businesses while shining our abundance and love for our mission, message, and the world. It takes a village to raise a life purpose, and none of us were meant to go it alone. We are here to support you all the way to success. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for listening today. And uh, we have the lovely Joanna Turner uh, on the air, and she is a wealth and business coach. Uh, Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, so thank you so much for having me on here. Really excited to be here. Um, Yeah, I'm Joanna Turner and a wealth and business coach for online entrepreneurs. So thanks for having me. Amazing. So what makes you so unique? uh, You know, with there's so many business coaches out there. So what is your what's your angle? What makes you awesome? Well, oh, where do I start? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I think I have a fairly unique approach, actually. So I, I combine the the mindset and the money blocks work with business strategy. So I always say I could give you or or help you come up with the best strategies, but if you don't have the belief and the the skills and tools within yourself to be able to implement them, then they're pretty pointless. So the way I work, the way my courses operate, the way my one-on-one work operates as well, is that we focus on letting go of all of your money blocks, your visibility blocks, your limiting beliefs, and all of the stuff that's going to keep you small and stop you making the most of all the other amazing information and stuff I have for you. And I think that's it's a piece of the puzzle that... I think more people are beginning to realize is really, really important for entrepreneurship. I always say that success is 80% your psychology and 20% everything else. And I know for me, that was when my business um, had this big shift was when I cleared my money blocks. I went to a coach and I, I did this work. So I never ask anyone to do the work um, that I haven't been willing to go there and do myself first. And also the, the way I do clear those blocks, a lot of people, I think, talk about clearing blocks for people. But the, the work I do actually is really, really deep and goes down to a really deep subconscious level. I use a very unique combination of neuro-linguistic programming and emotional freedom technique. I found a way to combine the two so we get to the, the root cause of the problem really, really quickly and then completely clear it out. So you get um, really good, fast results. Um, and that's the way my process kind of works. Amazing. So we actually have a lot in common. I did the Tony Robbins, uh, well, the strategic intervention and NLP course. And Amazing. it says that 80% is psychology and 20% is actually doing. And I am 100% in alignment with that. Um, so when somebody comes and starts working with you, what, like, how do you begin? Maybe we can offer some tips on how women can conquer their mindset issues. Absolutely. So 
I like to get to know people first. I want to know what their big, beautiful dream is. I want to also know where they are and then we're going to bridge the gap to to get them to their goals. Um, so that's where we kind of start. I also need to know what your current mindset is, what are the sort of things going on and then really I dig down to see what the, the patterns and the processes are that are going on at a completely subconscious level. So I always say that this stuff it's not our fault, right? I used to be the craziest procrastinator and I thought I was lazy or had some sort of deep character flaw that I just couldn't finish things or focus. And I think we have to sort of give ourselves a break because it really is, you know, our our money blueprint, our success blueprints, they're all programmed into us um, before we're seven years old. Either some some believe from a past life or your, your ancestors so we really haven't had um, a lot of control over um, how our reality has been created, even our financial situation, because it is literally printed into our genetics. So I think the beauty of this work is like if you can be blissfully unaware and that's great. But as soon as you start to want something more than you're programmed for and you keep striving for it, but... Mm. You, you don't change um, at, at that deeper subconscious level. It's always going to be a struggle. It's going to be two steps forward, three back, one forward. It's, it's much harder to, to make the progress. So I think for people, what I'd love them to get from this is perhaps a little aha moment because the first step is even an awareness that you might have some money blocks or some visibility blocks or that your procrastination is not your fault. So, so that's always the first, the first step in all of this is going, huh, maybe I could shift this or maybe I, I, it's not um, just me being lazy or it's just not me not having a good message or it's just not um, the fact I can't get the clarity for my business. So that would be my hope for, for this would be that first little light bulb going off going, Oh, maybe I do have a money block. And then, then the tough next part is, is accepting where you're at, accepting that the situation you're in at the moment has been a result of your programming, but also all your processes, your choices, your decisions, um, and your beliefs up until that moment. So I always find people find that can be a little bit confronting because a lot of people feel that life happens to them and that they're not in charge of their life. Mm. But I think when we start to, and especially if you do this work, so on you're into Tony Robbins, right? I love the guy. I did six of his courses last year. So when we start to realize that we have control over our lives and and the, the choices and the direction we can take, it's a really powerful moment. So I think, um, but you have to accept and, and be okay with where you're at right now and grateful for your journey before you can start to really shift and change it. So Wayne if- Dyer always says, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And there's so much power in that one statement. Uh, the one thing I find is very common with women is a lack of self-worth. And that's very much related to money blocks. And it's, you know, that belief that I am unworthy of abundance, um, you know, and I think that's one of the things that can be easily addressed. And, you know, women really need that support and, you know, really building each other up. I think right now is a really powerful time. Women across the globe are really starting to awaken that they can 
create their own wealth. They can create their own businesses, but they no longer need to be dependent. Um, you know, it's really taking control of their own life. So there's these big revelations happening all over the planet. <laughs> Women are starting to realize these things. So absolutely. Yeah, when Absolutely. it comes to self-worth, how do you help women specifically? Um, I think I think you're so right. I think there's, there's a few different pieces of the puzzle I would say are the, were the biggest money blocks. Self-worth is, if not the most, it's definitely up there. Um, and I think women, it's quite interesting, women tend to undervalue, tend to look for value in something that they're purchasing because they're the first to undervalue themselves men look for what power will this will this thing give me rather than the value within it it's kind of it's kind of interesting way to think about it so it's definitely more of a although i still i do work with some men one-on-one -on -one, it's definitely a, a, a more more so of a female thing some men do obviously have self-worth issues but it's definitely a, a more prevalent within within women um to me the self-worth stuff is is really is going back to the root of the problem so there, there was always a first event that that kicked off this potential belief that you might have a lower self-worth or you're were unloved or abandoned and a lot of these kind of feelings they and the work i've done with some women they've gone back to the womb birth a past life the weeks they spent in an incubator that one moment in childhood when um, they were denied something or their parent wasn't there to support them or fight on their behalf or that there's some moment when the, um, the person involved took a meaning from the, the incident. And whereas it might be, and a lot of women, I think we also, I personally, I had a loving childhood. I have two amazing parents and I'm very, very you know blessed to have that. But I still had events in my childhood which gave me a really low self-worth, really low self-confidence, you know, and I was bullied at school. And, and, and I think a lot of us, we almost go, well, I had this happy childhood. Who am I to, you know, why should I have problems or why would I have these self-worth issues? Yeah, nobody gets out untainted. Right. right. Like e even with people trying to do their best. Right. And and so there's a few unicorns that don't seem to have this problem. Um, and I think my little sister got away with it pretty scot-free. No, I'm just kidding. But um, for having a very similar upbringing. But then there's um, different cases and I've, I've done some abuse and rape cases and things like that can can really, really affect someone's self-worth as well. So th there's lots of different ways it came about in the first place and it's it's going in and, and neutralizing those events giving you more skills and tools and resources and and changing the way you feel about it without having to go back or relive it or or anything like that but when as children we didn't have the ability whatever it was that happened to you whatever event that you might not even know occurred um you didn't have the skills or the resources to deal with that at that moment and so what our subconscious does is it suppresses it and it's, it's a protection mechanism for us because we don't know how to deal with it so it gets suppressed and then we get more and more events and and proof that that when we suppressed it we also created a, a belief around around that so as we continue to try and suppress it it 
it just makes things worse. Some people will will have, um, and it was for me certainly, I had emotional eating issues, and what and you becomes a major pride. Yeah, and and uh, and this was the reason I got into all this work in the first place. Was I originally started out trying to help people with their emotional eating because I that was what I've, I've that was why I started on this journey in the first place because I was like what is wrong with me? Why can't I lose this weight? Why can't I get a handle on myself? And I'd had this little light bulb moment that so often the reasons women can't lose weight because of all of this stuff they're trying to suppress is actually very often the same reason they're not making money in their business. And I was like, whoa, this stuff works with the emotional eating. Imagine it helped make pe- helped women make more money. And so that was my little light bulb connection moment which I'm so grateful for um and then this stuff it all links into the other thing I I love working with people on is visibility blocks so especially if you have a low self-worth um and you'd rather not be seen or you know if things have happened people don't want to start putting themselves out there we we often get into this business I'm sure you did too because you want to help people you just want to coach them right comes from a really and I love that most of the women in this business come from this really beautiful place that they really do just want to help people but when they get started they're like oh my god and I was like this I was like I have to have a photo shoot like especially somebody that's had some weight issues I don't necessarily ever want to be in the photo I'm like I'm tall I'm at the back right so I'm like I have to have videos I have to do interviews I have to be seen um I have to do periscope I mean all of that stuff for somebody with low self-worth or visibility issues is really really difficult and and they also they fear judgment most in like one of their biggest fears is judgment and you know in the last few days I've actually had um a barrage of of really pretty not very nice comments to me and uh in the past I'd have been really really upset and affected by that and probably oh you're frozen a little bit um are you there um hello sorry you froze a little bit um I think you're back I think you're back um so I was just saying yeah I've had some pretty interesting comments from people recently and 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 it frustrates me so much like luckily I can now sort of laugh it off because um it's the mirror concept i always think of it as a mirror and it's what people see in others that creates an emotional reaction within them is something that they need to heal they look at the outside world and they you know they notice those things because they aren't in a place where they can look within um so it's easier to direct it at someone else and that's where the negative comments come from i always think of it as a mirror and then i know what i can instantly tell what it is within that person that needs healing absolutely absolutely I couldn't agree more and um and so luckily I'm in a place where I've grown my confidence and I'm I'm much more comfortable with myself and my my work and and all of these other pieces that I can sort of take it in my stride and see it from that angle and you know and be okay with it and kind of roll with it um but I know that that's one of the reasons that a lot of my clients don't want to be visible don't want to put themselves out there they don't want to set themselves up for being criticized and it keeps a lot of people small. Um, Not everybody is going to like you, right? And that's, you know, I always think of it as we have our own unique tribe. And 
my message can resonate with you, but then it won't resonate with someone else. And it's exactly. because that I'm not the right messenger for that message, but there will be the right messenger that will come along and really resonate with that person. Exactly. So, you know, that's when people feel the need to ostracize someone or put out negativity, but at the same time that will come back to them. Um, exactly. You know, it's there's going to be people that you don't necessarily totally fall in love with. And, but you, then you just focus your energy on those that you do fall in love with. Exactly. There's, you know, there's the perfect person for everyone. I, I love that. I love that. It's so true. Um, and I, and if I am myself, truly my, my authentic self, then I'm a little bit opinionated. Right. And I'm, I will, you know, you will love me or hate me if, if I'm truly myself, but if I dull myself down and go neutral to keep trying, keep everybody happy, I'm actually going to please end up pleasing nobody because it, it just doesn't work. And I think so many of us won't truly express who we are because we're so worried about the reactions. And so they end up just being like meh in the middle and wondering why they're getting crickets. <laughs> that brings up a really important point about boundaries. And yeah. a lot of women lack healthy boundaries. And if you are really standing in your power and owning who you are 100%, you, you know, you really are not afraid to state your beliefs, you know, because I think it's so important. They are there for a reason. And I think it's important for you to stand up for what you truly believe in, whether it's an opinion or not, you have the right to share your opinion. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I think, and, and I, I remember I, I had one day I, I asked a few people and it, I always have theme days when I'm coaching or working. And I was like, I'm like, what do you need to do or who, who, who do you need to be to take your, your business to the next level? It seemed to be a theme of the day. And each one of them said more myself. And I was just like, it is so true. And, and it's funny how it seems so difficult, like to just be completely ourselves, even though we know, and there was a beautiful quote I read from Oprah just the other day that she said something like, if she'd known what being completely authentically her if she'd known how much money being completely authentically herself uh would bring her like how much success it would bring her she'd have done it way sooner yeah. I, can't, I can't remember the exact quote but it was it was something like that and I just thought it was so beautiful um there's definitely a disconnection with women and if I know when I first got into business I thought everything had to be you know so professional and you you know only showed a certain layer of yourself and i'm a very open person it's like here i am everything's on the table i've just always been that way very very honest yeah so it was like oh can i share this part of who i am and i just did and i trusted and i had i had faith and i leaped mm -hmm. and i just put myself all out there and it really resonated with so many people and that's when i really started making powerful shifts in my business yeah. so i really encourage women to just trust and go out there and and just be all of them i love that can i caveat that one just <laughs> slightly yes so yes i think it's very powerful to be vulnerable and authentic and not just show this picture perfect thing like i i posted um a blooper reel from my latest like trying to film some videos and I was like this is this is what it really is like but but with the stories I think a lot of people are like oh well if that's the case the only way to be authentic is to bear my entire soul all my dirty laundry and and put it all out there and I and that's again I think where a boundary comes in is that it's not always useful for you to share 
everything yeah. you I think it's it's also not going it, it whatever you share must be relevant to what you do relevant to your business and relevant to he- that will something that will help others either overcome what they need to go through or it's part of your story so I kind of tell people they should that'll make someone else feel uncomfortable and I think yes. that's where it's you know this is that fine line. There's a fine line in balance for sure. Yeah, like it, it. You don't have to just be like uh, everything. Um, I always tell people, you know, before things like they start doing interviews, I've done a bunch, so it's 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 easier for me, and and I have a sort of little stack of stories I might tell, and so I always tell people, you know, have five or six stories that are are true to you that represent you but also and represent your story but are relevant to where you've come from and your business and and all of those kind of things Mm -hmm. um telling a story without it actually fitting into the conversation is just kind of like oh that was awkward (laughs) you know yeah let's let's try and make it as not awkward as possible (laughs) it has to have a place absolutely absolutely i love that Okay, so, so if you, you were to offer off. some, yeah, it's okay. If you were to offer some advice to women who are listening, who are new into a leadership position, um, you know, just beginning their business, what advice would that be? Ooh, um, can I have a couple? So one would be sure. trust your intuition. Um, don't let anybody else tell you what to do. Don't be someone you think you should be or have a target market that you think makes sense or for any other reasons than it is truly lighting you up. Can I just say um, something? Of course. Eliminate the word. I always say go shit on someone else. We don't exactly. need that word in our vocabulary whatsoever. It will. <laughs> exactly. Um, people shoot all over the place. Um, so they, uh, it will ultimately cost you more time and more money um, because this whole process is about ultimately getting us closer to our truth and closer to what we're here to do and our sort of purpose. So if you're trying to think it too much, it's it's going to not work so well. So if it comes from within, it comes from your intuition, then it's much more likely to um to happen I'd say take those leaps of faith you mentioned I I think it's so important when you commit you decide and you take those leaps of faith the net appears uh it might I think the only way my business has grown so much is because I've continued to face the fear do it anyway um so that's been a huge huge part of of everything and it's the not being paralyzed by that fear which and when we talked earlier about the self-worth fear is probably the biggest block to success it's fear of failure fear of success fear of judgment fear of you name it there's there's not knowing the next step um being seen um all of those things will keep you small and keep you stuck i wish when i started out I so I made almost no money in my first six months of business I was doing everything right I was working my butt off I was learning I was studying but I wasn't really doing money making activities but I also was um, my target market was way too broad and I 
still hadn't addressed all of the money blocks and limiting beliefs. So I had some sort of faith that there was this bigger thing and that it would work. But I had all of this stuff going on that I didn't really, I wasn't fully aware of. And when I did become aware of, I didn't deal with it quick enough. So I always say, don't waste, you know, don't wait till you get like a big slap in the face or a message, you know, from the universe. I had a back injury eventually because I wasn't listening, um, which turned out to be the best thing ever. But deal with those things, which whatever it means, if it means getting a mindset coach, if it means, um, you know, like whatever kind of energy work you resonate with, whatever that thing is, find out what your blocks are, find out what your beliefs are, um, because it will save you so much time, so much stress, so much pushing. Um, absolutely. So whatever way you need to deal with it, deal with it as quickly as you humanly can. Um, and also the other thing is outsource. So I, and learning from a coach, a mentor, doing a program, for me, I didn't know what I didn't know. I was trying at the first to learn everything from free webinars, downloading every free opt-in there was in the world. Um, and I was kind of learning that way. But at the same time, as soon as I joined programs, it was structured. And yeah, I just learned I just learned an incredible amount. And I'm so grateful that I took that leap of faith at the time I did, because I know I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you if I hadn't. Um, and then the other thing is outsource sooner than you think you should um get the support in place because to, w- without the support you can't grow so uh i thought I, and having an assistant or a virtual assistant or any other of those kind of like a social media person would have been years down the track i thought i had to do it all from day one but you can get relatively cheap support you like there's an amazing teams in the philippines they'll help you out for four or five bucks an hour outsource four hours a week to start if you need to but just get used to delegating, used to letting go of a little bit of that control. Um, and also you're going to, if you're trying to figure out tech stuff that you don't understand, or that's a fear that you don't know how to do the next step. So forget the house, get somebody to help you out. It'll save you. Yeah. And it'll save you wanting to fling your laptop out the window on numerous occasions because you're just frustrated and over it. So by keeping, by not letting yourself get into that space where it take, you're stuck trying to create a website for three weeks and it's not perfect and you're going crazy. Um, Having a mantra for that is the universe will bring me exactly who I need at the perfect moment. And yes. I've always said that. And throughout my entire time in business, I always have the perfect person who's there to help me create my mission and support my mission. Or, you know, the clients come into my life who need my message at that time there's just this perfect harmony and when you truly let go and look like god is what i like to say then you'll start seeing miracles every single day yeah yeah and so for yeah for some people they're like oh i don't know about this god thing but it's god it's the universe it's some sort of higher we none of us can do this on our own we were co-creating with something that is bigger than ourselves if you are not religious then read some quantum physics stuff that is that will blow your mind right um joe dispenza's book um breaking the habit of being yourself 
is explains it beautifully like you will try it you will never have another negative thought if you read that <laughs> like you, you know you check yourself because you see the power of it so if you're not one way you know there's different ways to explain it to yourself but there is there's this bigger thing and I used to be the most skeptical accountant there was in the world I, I thought it was all black and white debits credits um I didn't I had no idea that there was this bigger thing that could help me or might help me um make meet my dreams so that's amazing (laughs) so five success tips that you would suggest you know we've kind of touched upon a lot of them like as far as advice goes but it doesn't have to be specifically five but what has brought you the greatest amount of success and what can people take away from this that they can use in their own life I mean, it, it kind of depends. Related. It doesn't necessarily still have to be along the lines of mindset, but. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to say, so I'm going to repeat, because it's always good to circle back, right? Even if, um, even if we have mentioned them. So clear your money blocks. Definitely number one. Um, read wealth consciousness books. I didn't even know what they were. Um, a couple of years ago. So my, my mentor introduced me to wealth consciousness. If you aren't aware of the concept, that's an even bigger reason to read them. Um, so books like Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, The Science of Getting Rich, Wallace D. Waddles. You know, they're, they're old classics, right? But you can get them. I have um, in my Facebook group, I have the, the downloads for free in the files section. You can get them on the internet. Like you can listen to them on YouTube. Like you can get the wealth consciousness books for free. So um, check that out. No excuses. (laughs) Exactly, right? They're free, um, which is kind of funny. Um, I I think surrounding yourself with with the information and the right people is, is super, super key. So be very aware of your surroundings and who you surround yourself with. If you there's a phrase uh, proximity is power so you become the average of the five people you spend most time with your health becomes the same as the five people your your fitness levels your um your weight your income your happiness right all of those key things if you um and a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with this because it can be quite lonely right you're possibly the only person you know that has this bigger dream is going for this bigger goal your partner husband best friend parents all think you're crazy and just should go back and get a nine-to-five job yeah right so if that's the case it's okay you don't need to ditch all your friends and family but be very careful about who you allow to speak into your life so i remember hearing this from one of my mentors he said while you can't choose your family, you can choose the five people you surround yourself with. Um, whether it's seeing that friend that is just miserable and moaning once a month instead of once a week, right? Or, um, you know, I don't want anyone, you don't want to go and cut all your friends off because they're not high vibe enough or anything like that. But but whether it's, it's listening to, instead of the radio, I don't watch the news, I don't watch, um, listen to the radio i listen to music on spotify that i love i listen to podcast after podcast audiobooks i am like filling my brain with this stuff 24 7 i'm it's so I just don't, 
to be mindful with what you put in. And most people aren't even aware of that. So like, I don't even have TV. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, me neither. <laughs> yes. If I'm going to read something, it's going to be high vibrational. If I'm going to listen to something, it's going to be high vibrational. And I'm very, very mindful of what I put in because I want what's inside to be pure. And, you know, it's just one of those things, as soon as you acknowledge that and you realize, oh, I've been on this like news diet for a month and I feel amazing because I'm not being fed fear every day. Exactly. And then that's all it is. Like it's, um, you know, and I kind of say if something's important enough, I'll find out about it on Facebook, um, which is bad. But the people are like, did you not hear about the virus or the or the or those beheadings in somewhere? And I'm like, no, I don't want to know about that. Right. Like, um you know, it's not from a, from a standpoint of being ignorant or not caring. Like I still, you know, I have my direct debit set up and they go to the charity and I do, you know, those, those pieces, not from a not caring standpoint, but I don't need to be yeah fueled by that fear every day. Constantly reminded. Yeah. I don't watch horror movies. I don't watch crime dramas. Um, they just, why do I need to scare the shit out of myself? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm just not available for that anymore, right? I'm like, mama, I started watching a movie on the plane on the way over here. I'm in um, Miami at the moment. Um, and it was Everest. And I used to love those adventure books about um, about mountaineering and climbing. Like, I, I just love them. I'm a bit of a, a bloke in that sense. Like, I love the Tour de France and all these adventure things. Um, but it was scaring me. And I was like, Oh my God, they're all going to die. And I had to, I, I had to turn it off. I was so scared. And I watched some sort of romantic comedy instead. Um, and then read my Oprah book because I thought that was a, a much better idea. Um, I was like, what am I even doing watching this insane movie? I've got Oprah's um, little book, uh, things I know for sure or whatever it's called or what I know for sure. So I read that cover to cover instead. Um, so yeah, just being very mindful. So that was three, um, what have we got money law the people you surround yourself with um just having that faith trust your intuition um and intuition is huge for women it really is massive massive we all have it so naturally that it's a matter of learning how to trust your intuition and that's a huge part of it because you know we all have these constant messages we're always we always have these hunches. We always know these things, but you need to trust that you actually know them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as a, a former accountant, uh, I like cut myself off here. I, I was a thinker. I was in my masculine. Um, beginning to understand a little bit more about the, the masculine feminine has been a huge part of my transformation and um, getting into my body. And, and that's where some of this intuition and you can nurture the intuition, the trust, your creativity. It all comes from from the feminine place, which is um, part of um, really, really connecting back into that. The masculine is very system structures and you need that in your business. It's important. It's very important to have that balance. I think it's great that you brought that up because yeah. for me, I'm very heart centered. So everything that I do is very much feeling. I'm a big cheese ball. That's just who I am. But at the same time, I have to have those, those masculine energies too, to be a leader. And I mm. think that's, you know, to be a very strong leader to, know when to stand up for yourself and to be organized and i'm i'm very much action action yes. action action. i'm not going to sit here and think about it i'm going to do it and Absolutely. what sets people truly apart from those who are making it happen and those who are thinking about making it happen right 
Yes. The number of people that would love to start a business but never get it off the ground is actually staggering. Um, the failure rates are staggering too, right? I don't want to freak anyone out, but it's really important to know this. 50% of startups fail within the first year. 83% of coaching businesses and startups fail within the first three years. But that's a mindset thing too. And I really try not to even bring that up because I think that, you know, it's if somebody hears that, they're going to go, oh, well, what, but, what makes me different, right? So I think- but the, the thing that makes you different is that they don't know about the mindset stuff. Yeah. And you do. And and the people listening to this do. And, and that is the thing- that's different. All of those people that didn't, they all worked really, really hard. And these are the people I want to help the most is the people that are doing it. They're doing the hard work, but they're not getting the results. And they have to know that they're either going to physically burn out or they're going to run out of money. Like that's the two reasons most people don't make it is because they're either working way too hard because they haven't outsourced, they haven't gone and got that help early on, or they haven't cleared their money blocks and their limiting beliefs. Yeah. And and it, I think that's, you know, it's it's important to know that that's the reality if you don't take those two steps, basically. And 70% of women are not making over, what is it, 30% within in their business? Um, and that's including expenses. So right. it's quite dramatic if you think of it that way. Yeah. Uh, when, you know, if you can really focus on your mindset and put the you know necessary steps and strategies into your business you can be making that in one month so exactly. yeah. yeah it's yeah and I think it's just important like you know get the knowledge um and and don't don't sit around wait and I had this friend she was waiting to be discovered or for somebody to rescue her or for this miracle to happen and I was like you can have these big dreams but you must take the steps towards it every single day like I used to I think that's the difference with like when we first read you know our first thing I ever read was a secret way back and I was like I can't just sit on my couch dreaming because none of it really started to happen because I wasn't taking the action steps so you have to have that big dream the positivity that amazing thing but you have to take a step forward every single inspired day. action inspired action and that was the other thing I was going to mention about the feminine a lot of us were like, we think this is a good idea, so we're going to then think it into action and we're going to do it from this thinking place. If the ideal situation is that your your dream or the idea originally comes from this inspired place, so you access that through meditation and, and, and reading all these good books and surrounding yourself. So get your original idea from a more inspired place that might not make sense, which, and that's okay. But then you apply the masculine structures and, and the, and that, that energy to something that's inspired in the first place. And that is when the magic happens. Amazing. Well, you have offered some incredible tips. Thank you so, so, so very much. I'm sure that everybody will have a lot to digest after listening to this episode. Yes, probably. <laughs> so can you let everybody know where they can find you? Yeah, I'd love to. So I have two websites. You can either go to missionforbalance.com or I've actually got a six-month group program uh, that's in enrollment actually at the moment. And you can go to theentrepreneuredge.com.au. So there's there's two options there. You can also, I'm all over Facebook, Joanna.Turner. 
periscoping, you name it, I'm doing. I also have a really great Facebook group as well. So you can come and come and find me in there, the Entrepreneur Edge. Awesome. You're all over the place. All over, all over. Being visible, right? Gotta walk my talk. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. Well, it was such a pleasure to meet you, Joanna, and thank you so thank much you. for coming on Limitless Ladies today. And it was all about limitless thinking and I love it. So absolutely love it. Great. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. If you are looking to grow your business, Twitter is by far the greatest platform on the internet to use and surprisingly wildly underused. And it's usually because people aren't sure how to use it, which is exactly why I designed this incredible mini course to help you learn how to grow your audience and build a loyal, highly engaged tribe of followers rooting for you. You also learn strategies to grow your list, find new leads, and learn how to increase your income using Twitter. This literally has everything you need to know, and it will make your Twitter account completely unstoppable. Be sure to check it out at www.ladiesonamission.com or text 855-969-5300 with the number 111-222. And remember, never surrender your dreams for anyone. Each one of your dreams was placed in your heart for a reason. The world needs your mission and message and no one else can bring it except for you. Keep shining brightly and sharing your light with the world to impact the lives of others. Service to others is the greatest love you could ever share. Thank you so much for listening to Limitless Ladies podcast and be sure to hit subscribe. You don't want to miss any of this bundle of business love straight to your iTunes. Everyone who leaves a review receives a special gift just for you. Lots of love to my limitless ladies. Until next time.